You're listening to the Daily Mishnah Podcast with Benedict. We're still focused on carrying. And the first 10 chapters of the Mishnah of Shabbat have been really circling around the question of carrying. And now, as we get into the 11th chapter, we're going to deal with throwing. Actually, the whole of the 11th chapter is about throwing. So we are in carrying, and we are in carrying in an unusual way, as we were at the end of the 10th chapter, but the unusual way of this chapter is throwing. And the Mishnah begins, Someone who throws from the private to the public space. So it's it's a mirror image of the Mishnah which began the Masachet. You know, the householder inside and the poor person outside, one reaching in or one reaching out. But this time we're not reaching, we're throwing. Someone who throws from the private domain into the public domain. Or the other way around. From the public domain into the private domain, Chayav is liable for a Chatat, for a sin offering. And we can understand the reasoning there. Because we know that transferring an object from public to private or private to public is a is, is one of the, the one of the the one of the archetypal actions on Shabbat. What about what about between two private domains? Between let's say from one garden to another garden. And the public domain is in between. We learned a little bit about this when we, we were, when we were talking about plants in terms of Bikurim. We talked about a root which crossed, which began in one private domain, crossed under a road and came up in another public domain. It came up in another private domain. And here we're not crossing underneath, we're throwing above. And we're going to throw it from a private to a private space with a public space in between. Rabbi Akiva Akiva makes him liable and the sage is exempted. There's a wonderful, wonderful explanation from the Rambam, which I couldn't not resist bringing you in full because he he explains so clearly and so elegantly. He's, I mean, he, he, you know, he has a wonderful mind. The Rambam says as follows. You should know that the public domain extends to the height of 10 hands breadths. 10 tefachim. That's about, it's about a meter or about a yard. Higher than 10 tefachim in the public space. Hu makom patur is free space. We don't carry above 10 tefachim. And, the, and so the Rambam explains the dispute between them is that Rabbi Akiva says that the person who threw from a private domain to a private domain over the public domain threw the object below a height of 10 hands breadths, while the rabbis don't agree. And if he had certainly thrown above the height of 10 hands breadth, so maybe he threw a, a softball high up, high up between one garden and another garden, even Rabbi Akiva would exempt him. And then as ever the Rambam closes, and the halacha goes according to the sages. 
So what happens if we already start off high up above the public domain? So maybe Kate said, stay gazuz gazuz traot. What are gazuz traot? Imagine two balconies, just like medieval balconies in um you know in the time of Shakespeare, and they're sticking out over the street. We got two balconies sticking out over the street facing each other in the public domain. And the Mishnah says, Hamoshit patur. Someone who either who reaches over or who throws over is exempt. We're reaching over, we're throwing over above the public domain. Above ten fachim. But but what if they were on the same row? And this seems to be next to one another. And there's a nice picture in the commentary of the Rambam, which I couldn't quite cut and paste onto the source sheet. But he says essentially they're on the same row. They're, they're next to one another. He who reaches over is liable, but he who throws is exempt. This was what the Levi'im used to do. They had two wagons next to one another in the public domain and they reached the boards over. These are the boards that they used to assemble the Mishkan. They reached the boards over from one to the other, but they did not throw. The Bartonura explains, again, I brought you the Bartonura on the source sheet because he's just so precise. They didn't throw. They couldn't throw the boards. These boards are, these are big boards. They were too heavy to throw. So they didn't throw them. They would pass them from one to the other. And essentially, Essentially, what the Mishnah is saying is, look, in general, people passing from one Rashut to another Rashut in space are patur. But in this particular case, this is exactly the work of the Levim. This is what people used to do when they put the Mishkan together. And we know that the archetypal work of Shabbat is based around the archetypal work of building the Mishkan. And... This is, it's just too, it, it, this is, this is absolutely identical. And that is why Hazarek Patur Vehamoshit Chayav, the thrower is exempt, but someone who stretches from one to the other is obligated. Then Amishinah talks about another situation, Chuyat Habor. This is the, uh, the boundary around a well. We're going to dig a well and we're going to build up a sort of, um, maybe we're going to leave the earth. Maybe it's going to have a little wall around it. Or maybe when we dig it out, we're going to leave the earth around it so as to create a little wall around it. And we've got a boundary around this, this well. Or we might have a rock, both of which are ten hand bre- hands breadths high and four wide. And this place has got the status, actually, of a private domain. So if someone removes from them or places on them, he's liable. If it's less high than ten tefachim, he's exempt. What about 
following the same analogy, someone who throws four amot onto a wall. And we're going to follow the same principles now. Someone, we're going to throw four amot onto a wall higher than ten tefachim. It's just like throwing into the air. We know, we learned actually from the Rambam a couple of Mishnayot ago that over ten tefachim is just airspace. I mean, now, you, by the way, you can see why he makes that comment on the Mishnah, on the first Mishnah of the chapter. He's giving us the principle from the third Mishnah. So he's, if you like, giving us, a, he's forecasting a bit what's going to come later in the Mishnah. Below ten tefachim, it's like throwing onto the ground. And we know, maybe we're learning, of course, from this. I mean, the Mishnah knows, but the Mishnah is expressing directly here that the critical distance for carrying in the public domain is four amot, four cubits. This is the first time, actually, I mean, we're talking about throwing, but in general, we're learning now that the critical distance for carrying in the public domain is four cubits, four amot. And the Mishnah is going to make this clear. Someone who throws on the ground four amot, four cubits, is liable. That's the critical, the critical distance for carrying, just as we've been learning until now the critical quantities and the critical methods. Now we're learning the critical distance. If he meant to throw inside four amot and then it rolled outside, he's exempt. And we can understand that because he doesn't intend to throw four amot. The opposite way around. He he throws beyond four, four cubits. Chutz la'arba amot, venit galgel la'toch arba, chayav. He throws beyond four cubits, and he ro- and it rolls back within. Well, he's liable because he intended to throw four cubits, and he did indeed throw four cubits. So we've learned some important principles about distance, four cubits, about height, tent fachem. Above that height is free space. And we've learned that there's a particular exception for passing boards through the air. Because what the Levi'im used to do when they were loading the wagons, even though this was above Tent Fahim, they'd pass the boards from wagon to wagon. And when we have something identical to the work of the Mishkan, we we can't do that on Shabbat. If we do it, we're chayav. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Daily Mishnah Podcast with Benedict.